When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'd like to take a moment here, if you don't mind, Chris. It's your show, Rich. I appreciate you saying yeah, that. Yeah, no problem. This is the Rich Eisen Show. Is one of the greatest places I've ever been. Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. I've never seen anything like it. The Rich Eisen Show. It is a jewel. Earlier on the show. From Valley Sports, NFL reporter Mike Silver. Still to come. Seven-time Pro Bowl receiver Tori Holt. Co-host of P. Cucks, brother from another, Michael Smith, plus your phone calls and more. And now, it's Rich Eisen. Hour number two of the Rich Eisen Show is on the air. We chatted with Mike Silver in hour number one about the two guys at home, Aaron Rodgers with COVID and Odell Beckham Jr. with whatever the heck is going on in Cleveland. We talked about that with Mike. If you missed it, go to our YouTube page, youtube.com slash Rich Eisen Show. Also, in hour number three, Michael Smith, a brother from another right here on NBC Sports on Peacock, will help him take us to him, his show. I don't know. I think I had an extra, <laughs> I had an extra uh, pronoun in there. Uh, anyway, Michael Smith's on in hour three. It'll be a great chat. Uh, Chris Brockman is in hey, his Rich. spot. Mike uh, Del Tufo is out, and uh, Jay Feller is hey. in there for him. TJ Jefferson, my social media grandmaster, in his usual spot up, right though? here in hour number two. And look who's in the guest chair, one of my favorite yes, people indeed. on the planet. One of the great uh, Rams of all time. Here on the Rich Eisen Show in person, Tori Holt. How are you, Tori? Hanging, man. Good to see uh, you. Good seeing you, man. Uh, better, better to see you here. It really is. You're one of my favorite people. Thank you, brother. I we appreciate just it. We established in the previous segment that you were one of the first NFL players I met as the host of NFL Network on the commercial campaign of yeah. of being rich doesn't suck, <laughs> NFL total access, and I shot you footballs out of yeah, a jug's out of gun jug yeah. in Atlanta where the Falcons wouldn't let you in the to the facilities. That's right, Because rich. you were in enemy territory. You were wow. a ram. This was, the, this was the days of the old NFC West yeah. where the Falcons, for some reason, were sitting in the NFC West with the St. Louis Rams. I wonder why I was standing out there too long. <laughs> it was because they wouldn't, they wouldn't let you let in the building. In. They would not. They didn't, they didn't want you to go back to the Rams and tell all the secrets right. that Dan Reeves and Michael Vick were cooking up. Like, yeah. literally, that's how long ago it was. Wow, that's a long time ago, man. Great times. It is. Really. And, and now you're in town uh, for the Sunday night game? Yeah, in town for the Sunday night game. Okay. And um, really excited about watching the club. And you know, just saw you guys had Von Miller on in the press conference. Mm-hmm. He seems seems excited. Hope he plays tomorrow. Uh, if, he do, if he does, he'll be energetic. He'll be running wild. And um, so, yeah, I'm really excited about that. And then my buddy Isaac Bruce gets his. Uh, so that's so he's gets, getting his ring. He gets his ring this Sunday weekend. night. That's right. Yeah, against the Titans. I mean, what I mean, what what better way to to do that against yeah, the team? Because the Rams in, and Titans have, have played him in Super Bowl 34. Yeah, that, you played a I big think we game. We won before. that game. I know. Yeah. Where, where were you on the sideline when it was all? Going I was down? standing toward. I was standing towards the end with with this with the, with this view. The long view. The long view. Okay. And so you had no idea. Myself, Isaac, and Stan Kroenke was, was was right there, and Isaac is positive as he is. We got this. They're gonna make the play. We 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 winning. That's this what he said. This is what he's saying. Uh-huh. Stan's pacing, and I'm looking like, okay, let's let's watch it. And then we watch it all unfold. 
And Kevin Dyson ran the little under route. Mike Jones has had his eye on Kevin and Wycheck, I think, at the same time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and came up and, and made the play. And next thing I know, we were off to the races, to the football field. Confetti's going down and towels are up in the air. So Lives changing. Lives changing. Changed my life forever. All of us. Because, yeah. but so you were able to tell even from how far away you were that it was, or you just watched all your other teammates. I just watched everybody else field. take the because I couldn't see. I couldn't. I couldn't see. <laughs> say, yeah, to, to me, from my vantage view, it right. looked, looked like he may have scored. Right. But when I seen everybody else take off, oh, we won. So I just just took off, man, and then eventually saw that he was one yard away from from scoring. But Mike Jones, man, the ultimate pro. When I first came into the National Football League, Rich. Mm-hmm. Mike Jones would be one of the first guys in the in the building mm-hmm. every day. Sometimes sometimes he'd come in a suit, in a suitcase or something like, like he had that kind of professionalism about him. And I'm saying to myself, if I could, if I can do that, if I can do what he's doing, mm-hmm. get early, train, and get myself prepared, then you know I could be the type of pro that Mike Jones was. So it was it, it couldn't happen to a better dude. He prepared for that moment and and a great great tackle. And it, again, it changed the trajectory of all of us, all of our careers and then um isaac bruce is getting his ring for the pro football hall of fame yeah, on man. sunday night his hall of fame speech tory i loved yeah for a couple of reasons oh. first of all his message secondly he hardly said a word yep that's as correct. a pro that's correct and he hardly ever chest pounded that's correct ever not <laughs> saying get me the ball he never chest pounded get yeah. me the ball and he never chest pounded I am who I am. Go inside, he was saying, get me the damn ball. And then he finally gets in the Hall of Fame. Yep. And he drops, how do you like me now? Yeah. And how did that land with you, his team? I loved it. I loved it because, again, Isaac is not the one to talk or boast. Yeah. Let his play do the talking. He can get nasty, though. You, if you try him, he can get nasty. And, and to me, that was an opportunity for him to say a lot of things that he wanted to say. And obviously, that was one of them. How you like me now? I think I tweeted it out. Mm-hmm. How you like me now? So did I. <laughs> you know, I did not see uh, like out of all the things going into that weekend, even with the number of speeches that there were, uh, yeah. I would have taken. Uh, I didn't see on the on the Hall of Fame bingo card Isaac Bruce quoting Kumo D. I did not see no, that me coming. Either. Me either. You know, <laughs> I didn't see it. So so he kind of surprised you with that. Yeah, line I mean, too. He, he well, it showed me the his depth of music. I know he <laughs> liked music, but it certainly showed me the depth of his of his music talent. But um, I, I think all athletes have something that drives them. And for Isaac, we saw what that was. One of the reasons uh, that, that drove him to become the player that he was. I had, the, I had the opportunity to watch a Hall of Famer daily from my rookie year till, my, till he left um, after, after our 10th year together. Mm-hmm. So I saw a pro every single day. Again, same way I was talking about Michael Jones. I had the opportunity to see Isaac the same way. And I'm thinking if I can – if I can do half of what he's doing or more, mm-hmm. I could be great. Marshall Falk was in that room, in that building. Orlando Pace was in that building. Kurt Warner was in that building. Yeah, Brother Ray Agnew was in that building. So many. Todd Light was in that building. So many guys in that room, in that building, when I came in as a rookie to learn from, and then to see Isaac. Man, um, to me, I've always said he's the epitome of an athlete, professional mm-hmm. athlete. He he did it the right way. Um, he did it with passion. He did it with intent. And, you know, now we're champions, man. Well, we go down in the history books forever. No question about that. Yeah. And just lingering in the past for, for a couple more minutes with you, Tori Holt. You know, Kurt's got his movie coming out yeah. right, about, yeah. about this subject matter in his life. Do we know who plays you in the film? I don't know. Tori Holt? I don't know. But I was asked 
several times on Twitter who should. I said Michael B. Jordan. <laughs> of course. Why not? Why not? I right? mean, you got to go straight up the food chain going, to sexiest man. You're going the highest level. You're not going. You're not going to just go with any actor. I'm going highest level right away. Michael B. Jordan Michael is story old. Story old. But I don't know who that who that who played. But I'll be curious to see well, how he moved, what he looked like. Mm-hmm. Um, but shouts out to Kirk, man. What a, what a storybook career. I can go, another guy mm-hmm. <laughs> that yes. that I had the opportunity to right. to see work and, and be around, and and Kurt came in with great intention, and man, we rolled, bro. We rolled. Tory Holt here on the Rich Eisen show. What about the current um, team right now? It sure looks like they are set. Yes. And That's just good. in terms of you know we're talking about Von Miller and rightfully so, and Aaron Donald and Jalen Ramsey on offense. Um, Cooper Cup just got named Offensive Player of the Month well for deserved. a second straight month. Well what deserved. are you seeing from him that makes him so good? He's um, he's fantastic. He's consistent. He's a uh, he's a pro. You know, I had an opportunity to sit in the meeting room with with those guys. And what's that he like? And, he and Robert Woods are in the front. Mm-hmm. Uh, no different than how it was when when I was in St. Louis with Isaac. We were we were up in the front. Um, notepads are out. Pins are out. There's questions being asked. There's uh, direction been given and they're and they're taking it and then not only are they listening they're going out and applying it on the football field. Cooper Cup is that. Uh, he's hella athletic, six two. I don't know if people know how big Cooper Cup is. Yeah, I right. think they think he's like five ten, five. No, he's six two, two hundred and two hundred plus pounds. Really, really good athlete, and he has the ability to get open. And he's very dependable in catching the football. He's on the all. He's on my all hands team, mm-hmm. which I have my own all hands team. Who's on that team? He's on that team. Robert Woods is on that team. Uh, and Emeka Amizi from NC State is on that team. Okay. And then, obviously, moi <laughs> is on that team as well. Um, but, yeah, I mean, Cooper <laughs> Cup is Cooper Cup is, is, is fantastic. And not only, not only uh, is he dependable catching the football for – he's now catching it long now. I think he has five or six catches for 40-plus yards. So he's extending the field. Hugely done. He's really good on third downs. He's good in the red zone. But what I love – is the fact that they'll mix it up in the run game to create room for Daryl Henderson and Sony Michelle because they know the importance of that. If they're blocking well on the perimeter, mm-hmm. there's longer runs, Rich. And then what that does is it sets up the play-action pass and one-on-one situations for them in the passing game, which as receivers, we don't mind blocking. Now, I wasn't a Heinz Ward type of a blocker, <laughs> but I was a positional block. I would get in position and get a good block. Okay. But I knew the importance of doing that because it would set up the things that I wanted to do on the perimeter. And that's what you're seeing with Cooper Cup, Robert Woods, and the emerging Van Jefferson, and Ben Skoronik from Notre Dame, mm-hmm. uh, and, and and his talent playing special teams. So this football team wide receiver room is in good shape, and it's and it's led by good men and Woods and Cooper Cup. And Cooper Cup, if not the best in the, if not one of the best in the league, the best receiver right now playing in the game. He has a chance to go over a thousand yards this weekend, Rich. It's crazy, yeah. isn't it? It's crazy, yo. He, which means he's got Calvin Johnson in his sights. No, no doubt. Even without a 17th game. We're, we're, you know, this is one of the biggest years, I think, in football, in NFL football, as we're seeing. I mean, you just look at the mm-hmm. games. and Right. And we're getting an opportunity now to potentially witness more history if he stays on this path. I think they have a football team that can do it. He certainly has a coordinator, and, and Coach McVay, who loves him, who mm-hmm. wants to get him to football. Hey, at the end of the year, we'll, we'll see. And a quarterback, too. Stafford must be looking around saying, this is the greatest thing ever. Yeah. That Miller's now, now Vaughn's on the team. Like, he's part of an aggressive team. Another that just star. Keeps adding. <laughs> and, and 
and I it's it's remarkable to say this about a, a quarterback in the NFL, certainly of Stafford's stature, but I don't feel like it's all on him. You know what I'm saying? Like even though it kind of is, we know it is. I agree. But I just don't get the sense like it's all on him. Right. I'll agree. I, I totally you know? agree. And with Henderson in the backfield again with Sony Michelle, the wide receiver, the tight end, Higby. Right. Solid offensive line. Whitworth, one of our better leaders in all of football, mm-hmm. and certainly on this team, and he's such a just a just plays at a at a high level and he's been doing it for so long. Um, no, I don't think he has to. But what we what I do like is if we're down in the fourth quarter, we know we got a guy that can bring us back. Not only bring us back, bring us back and win. Mm-hmm. If we if we, we got a, a pocket pass or a guy that can stand in the pocket, he's tough. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's reliable. He's a winner. And when you're coupled with other guys that have that same mentality, you, you don't have to feel like you have to do it all, but you do have to do your part. And I think Matthew Stafford will do that all year long and more. Tory Holt here on the Rich Eisen Show. Um, I just put you as part of the paparazzi for for a hot minute here, even though you know we're from afar. Do you have any sense of what's going on with Odell Beckham? I don't. Or, or any sense of what could be possibly going on? I was talking to my I was talking to my buddy Corey the other day, and I I don't I think I, I think Odell still has 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 it, you know. Um, what gives you that sense? What gets you that just the general sense that you don't lose it? Yeah, just just or watching him, you, you know, just watching him. You know, I had an opportunity to watch that tape that his pops put out. Mm-hmm. And just watching how he moved around, I mean, there was times in there where he was, you know, where he's open. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, he's, 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 it's, it's just not he and he and the quarterback are just not connecting. They're just not on one accord right now. Right. Uh, but I don't think it has anything to do with Odell's ability. I don't think he's lost it yet. It's just he just needs the ball like could, most receivers do. Could we have ever put a video together that long of the number of times you were open and Kurt didn't hit you? Absolutely. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I mean, it, but, you but, but you, we could have done that. Yeah, but but that's that's but that's part of the game, you know. That but the read may not be you initially, uh, but you still got to run to win, because eventually you're yes. going to get the ball. It's going to come back to you. You got guys, you got eyes in the sky that's in the field as well. So um, it happens. I think Odell is a fantastic player. Um, so we'll 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 see what what comes next with him. I know there's. Plenty of teams that probably would love to have him. I'm yeah, exactly right. And again, like uh, I, 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 we're all got kind of guessing as to what's what. But your sense again of even just watching the film that his father put out, mm-hmm. that he still has big game ability, like like Odell, classic Odell ability. Or what do you think? Can yeah, you? Can I, you I, tell I, I think there's some moments we'll see classic Odell Beckham ability. Yeah. Um, but when you have those injuries, that's, that, that takes a toll on you. Um, and and he's coming back from injury. Uh, certain, I don't know. I would, no, wouldn't say if he, if he quite had that pop that he once had. But mm-hmm. I think there's still enough there, ability there to win, win consistently. You got to put it in his hands. Once you put the ball in his hands, we'll we'll see to our, if if he still has that kind of mm-hmm. big play big playability. He's just not he's just not getting enough in his hands in Cleveland. So then, which which team? Um, concerns you the most to stand in the way of the Rams getting to where they clearly feel they can get and have pushed every chip to the center of the table a la Jim Fossil back in the day to go all in Well, this still is football. I mean, so you still got to show up on Sunday. Yes. So uh, I would say right now everybody ahead of them because what they're about to experience, 
and they're already experiencing, they're going to get everybody's best. So it's playoff, Super Bowl kind of mentality every week. With, How tough with, with is the that? Rams. How it's tough. tough. It's tough, but it's what you, it's, that's, that's our job. That's what you're here to do. Right. You're here to come and win and, and, and have success and have that kind of expectations on you. This is the pros. So um, that's what's going, that's going to be one of the challenges. But again, because of the way they're built, their culture, their players, best player on that team is Aaron Donald. He sets the tempo, the tone, in my opinion, mm-hmm. for what they do um, as a team. And he's your best player. He's your hardest working player. And he's one of your more humble, humblest players on your team. So it's about work. It's about getting to a championship. He wants that. He's been the most dominant player in the league, Rich, for a very long time. He wants a championship. A lot of the rest of those guys also want a championship on their team. So they know what they have to do to get there. They've been there, and they know what they have to do to get back. Not on, but not only get back, but to seal it. And then bringing someone like Von Miller on board, who I think will be motivated to play. He just said it. I just left from a 4-4 four and four team and woke up 7-1. and one. You mm-hmm. can't tell me he ain't motivated with another opportunity to win his second Super Bowl. So um, they got to get ready for everybody. But I think they are also ready to take on everybody. How about how crazy is it, Torrey Holt, that the guy who could be standing in their way is Tom Brady? Yeah. A guy yeah. who denied you a second. Yeah. If I had walked up to you that night in the Superdome on that February of 2002 and said, you know what? I know this one hurts, but it's just going to be the first of <laughs> – seven for him anyway, and he could, as a 44-year-old, go for his eighth. Yeah. What would you have said to me if I told you Well, I would have been like, wow. That's what I would have said. I said, wow. Good luck. (laughs) (laughs) Because it's hard, Rich, to get to the bowl. It is really, really hard to do that, and the guy has done it for so long, and he's won seven. Um, Just the epitome of of, uh, professionalism and consistency when you look at Tom Brady and what he's done. And, yeah, I mean, he could be standing in the way. But I think the Rams are prepared. They've already beaten him? They're prepared. You know, they, you know, they got some guys on the, on, the, on the defensive side of the ball uh, at corners, particularly with Jalen Ramsey. He's really good. He's he sure very is. versatile. And when you look at Tampa Bay, and this is not the Rams style, but when you look at Tampa Bay, what I like what New Orleans do, New Orleans get up in their face. They challenge them. And then they get out to Tommy's ass. The Rams can get out to Tommy's ass. Uh, they've been able to be. They've been able to do it, and even more so now with Vaughn Miller mm. and as he gets continue to get acclimated with the team and, and Raheem Morris and his. Think about the creativity he now has. Even more creativity he has now bringing on a guy like Vaughn Miller. So um, I think the Rams are. I think the Rams are in good shape mm. to face anyone um, as they make their way through the season and try to get into the playoffs and go from there. Well, it's great to see you, man. Before I let you go, tell me about your foundation. What's Hope Brothers on? Foundation. HopeBrothersFoundation.org. Uh, you can learn more about what we're doing there. We support young kids with a parent or guardian that's battling cancer. Uh, we've been doing that now for, this is our 21st year. Wow. So really excited about that. This past week, I had an opportunity to speak to some of our, uh, some of our kids that we support. We have a program called Kids Can. Kids can still achieve and accomplish anything they want through their parent or guardians battling cancer. We talked to Brooklyn and Riley this week who are uh, graduated out of the program and now in university. So we have a Kids Can Scholarship program now. So we're able to, the funds that we're able to raise, we're able to help those young folks uh, through college to become what they want to become, Rich. And these young women and men are incredible, passionate, enthusiastic, 
And what I love is they're going to go and get their degree, which is like I told, like we tell them, that's the best reward, best gift you can give your mom or dad, whichever one is battling the cancer or the guardian is battling the cancer. That's the best reward you can give them is be good kids mm-hmm. and then go and pursue your dreams and what you want to do. Um, so really excited about that. And not only that, they talk about wanting to give back to their community. That's what I love. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. And how become- wherever they are, I tell them wherever they are, right. Just, just, just tap into your community a little bit. Spend a little time with the folks. Where, where, where can people find more information? Or HopeBrothersFoundation.org. Hope Brothers. Terrence, right? Yep, my brother Terrence, uh, okay. who played with the Detroit Lions. Yeah, sure. He and I have uh, been doing it for years, and we're also business partners um, in the area. We're, we're in the construction business, and we're helping to reshape the infrastructure in, in the state of North Carolina, which is really fun. Love it. But HopeBrothersFoundation.org is where you can find us. We want to continue doing great work. Um, we need the support, mm-hmm. and trust me, the support that we get is going right back into the community, and you can ask the folks in North Carolina and St. Louis around. They can attest to that. Well, we'll uh, I'll tweet out whatever you need or whatever you need from me because, you know, you helped me out with uh, the run no this year. Absolutely. From the NFL Legends community. That was so much fun. That was great. That was great. It had and a great time. Opportunity to meet some incredible people, Rich. That you. It's all no. It's all. I mean, to? you you help raise oh, an, you help raise an incredible amount of money, and then also show that you still have your stuff in the new Rams house where you ran. You still had it, no doubt. And I will be Tori. Saturday. I will be at the United Way um, five five k and five. They run okay uh, tomorrow at SoFi. You're I mean, running? not tomorrow, but Saturday morning. And you're running in it? Or? Uh, I'm, I'm walking. <laughs> yeah, I, ain't, I, ain't I would be too. Yeah, I'm, I'm walking. I got no, the knees have had enough <laughs> running, bro. <laughs> well, I I'm trying say, to run my way into the Hall of Fame now. I, I walk that. my way into the I Hall of Fame. Say, I will say this. I will say this. Um, on Sunday night, I mean, we showed we showed a photograph of when Isaac went in, and there's there's Orlando Pace in his jacket, and Marshall in his jacket, and Kurt in his jacket, and I'm assuming they'll all be there on Sunday night as well, or best as they they can get everyone together yeah. to, to see Isaac get his ring. Yep. Um, you deserve yourself, sir, to have it. And you don't have to say a word. If you wish to, you may, but no. you deserve it. You Thank deserve you. it. Your numbers deserve it. Your community service deserves people giving you that extra boost if that's required. Um, you should be in. There's some people behind you with lesser numbers, and there's some people in front of you that are already in. You are in. You're. you're you should be in. And appreciate I hope, that, man. I, and I look forward to the day of that Thank actually you. happening. Thank you. I appreciate it. And I do hope that uh, Kurt did the right thing and got you Michael B. Jordan. <laughs> I hope as, so. <laughs> as, as, as big game. Guy has big game. He should be big game. I don't know. He, I, I don't think there's anybody as me in there. There is somebody as Mooch cutting him. In oh, the really? Yes. Oh, somebody plays Mooch yeah. cutting him from is, the Packers. Is that right? Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. I'm looking forward to seeing it. It'll be great. Yeah, it'll be, it'll be awesome, man. So thanks for coming on, Tori Holt. Thank you, Rich. Thanks for having me, brother. Tori Holt is right here on the Rich Eisen Show. Everybody go uh, find out more about his foundation. What's that website? One HoltBrothersFoundation.org. Okay, HoltBrothersFoundation.org. Everybody should, let's, uh, let's help raise as much money for Tori Please. and Terrence doing what they're doing. They're doing great work uh, in their communities. And we will be back right here on the Rich Eisen Show with more. Don't go anywhere. Michael Smith coming in hour three and your phone calls, 844-204-RICH. Yeah. Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people, or as you might know from their jingle, O-O-O O'Reilly Auto Parts. 
They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just... Find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen. This is the Rich Eisen Show. You know what? Uh, um, just uh, hit me here. Um, Tory Holt being here, and I said it was the first. He's one of the first players I ever met because we met on the shoot of the first ever promotional campaign for NFL Network during the summer of 2003 when we shot that Being Rich Doesn't Suck campaign that had Dear Mr. Fantasy underneath, and he was a guy that I was firing jugs gun uh punt catches too you know mimicking a punt and i was just putting it in there in my suit just i bet he didn't drop one did he he didn't drop any that's (laughs) correct um and uh, even though he was told to make it look difficult because they wanted it to look like a circus catch Mm -hmm. at any rate uh today is the 19th anniversary uh 19th hold on a minute let me get this right it's the 18th anniversary of nfl network Hey-oh. It was 18 years ago tonight that I strolled out from uh, behind a wall and When's your welcomed everybody. When's your statue up up out front? Where? Uh, and, you know, in front of the network. Oh yeah. Yeah. When do, when does your statue get put up? Um, I I think it's half past never. <laughs> You're employee number one, Rich. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah. So I mean, it's been 18 years, and you said so like it's not a big deal. That's a big deal. Oh, I'm I'm very proud of that fact. <laughs> you know, but, but you're employee number what? Well, on air number one. On air number one, but I mean employee number like uh, like four or five. three yeah. or two or three. I, I think maybe Steve. Steve's first. Well, Steve was not a, really an employee of NFL Network. He was just an executive that was in charge of of forming it and doing all sorts of other things there. But in terms of hiring someone to do a job, I think I was employee one. I was. I think I might. I might have, or I might have been two. You know behind uh, Eric Weinberger, who, as I think, was already hired. I just remember seeing him at a at an Emmy Awards show in the spring of 03, yeah. knowing that he was maybe on the way to NFL Network, and so was I. Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. You know, but I had no idea until, you know, <laughs> ESPN handed me a box to go home in late May. <laughs> you know, <laughs> so at any rate, big day. Kind of cool. That is cool. Yeah. Yeah, and in terms of a statue, I think they just—I just got an email of when they're actually putting it out in front, 
Um, it's at uh, Nunya o'clock is what it is. <laughs> the fifteenth of Neverwhere is that what you're saying? Nunya. Fifteenth of Neverwhere. Uh, that's something. Fifteenth of Neverwhere. Fifteenth of Neverwhere. Right, right. That's pretty good. That's coming up. Nun- I've never heard that. That's something that we're doing with our kids at home. <laughs> well, like doing, doing, doing some- the Nunya stuff. Yeah, the Nunya. Oh my God, really? Nunya business. Yeah. Wow. Nunya. Pretty childish. Uh, well, sometimes you've got to treat, you got to fight fire with fire, Christopher. You're going to learn that with your kids. I get it. I get it. You're going to learn that with your kids. But then you're going to also get great moments like the one that I, uh, I texted you that That's video great. last night. I walk into my, uh, my office and Cooper goes, dad, dad, um, um, to Jason Tatum made history. I'm like, really? Wow. And I'm thinking to myself, like, what did he do? Did he have 70 five points 80 yeah, points or yeah, exactly. did he what do you like what possibly did he just passed rajon rondo for 25th on the all-time celtic scoring list <laughs> and i'm like okay and the biggest shock of history. that was that he didn't like rondo you. was 25th i know in that scoring? right like, yeah because he's locked in on the I celtic. Hey, man, that, I was like, hey your stunned. c's had a good your c's had a pretty darn good game last night now i don't know if there's anything you can look this up but did the celtics set a record for quickest players only meeting for a new head coach that is actually, in the history of an NBA season. I that is there, can you look it up? It's or not what? players only meeting. That is doing a lot of heavy lifting. They had like a team dinner mm-hmm. and the way they described it on the Celtics broadcast last night. That was, was not it was I called am. it was called I don't know who the guy was on the we're watching the we're watching the game. Scalabrini's doing Scal or Mike Gorman. No well Gorman Gorman was doing the 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 play-by-play, yeah, and and Scalabrini was doing the the analysis, and they threw it back to some guy who was in a and I, I'm so, I'm sorry to this gentleman who's no doubt working hard, but his report was that it was a players only meeting that was intense, and what was the words he used was and it wasn't all that helpful, is what he said because <laughs> it was probably just everyone yelling at Marcus Smart to shut up, <laughs> but all I'm just saying is like is there a way to fast. find out how how fast until Seven there's a players-only the meeting. Although technically the Sixers had a players-only meeting when Simmons apologized to everybody and That's also true. said that they had some responsibility to bear in all of this. But technically, didn't that happen before the season started? Well, then, I guess in season. Yeah, in season. What are we doing? Just asking if your team's all right. I hope they blow up, to be honest with you. I'm aware of that. <laughs> Big game tonight. The Heat, who have gone uh, off to a terrific start with Kyle Lowry. I think it's it's going to play out that bringing back Smart was not a good idea. Not smart. Smart is not smart. Smart was not smart. The uh-huh. team's better with Schroeder out there. He's shooting like 29% or something. From the, it's just, Well, it's because he's not getting the ball to be in rhythm, yeah, Chris. Sure. Yeah, I'm sure. He's the point guard. Well, all I know is that the, shouldn't the new head coach kind of – handle all this or is it the way he's handling all of it is just like you guys hash it out i think the former coach now executive should handle things okay we'll see not going well i don't know it's early it's early it's too early to have a, I'm like, I'm like, what? First of all, my first thing is like my son telling me that that history was being made. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then you but sent me a video. I'm like, what is I did. I sent, well, I sent you a video of it because I, as I said, I look forward to oh, yeah, you yeah, having course. that experience with your son. Yeah. That I walk in, you know, he's and like, he's hey, watching. Dad. He's like, hey, dad, you know, he's locked in on the sports world and he's trying to yeah. tell me something that's very important to him or he thinks is important to me. Yeah. That and, you're going to find it interesting. Yes, and I well, anything he says, I will find interesting. 
That's not true. It's true. Of course right. it is. Not everything your kid says is interesting. <laughs> um, you know what, Chris? You you go through it. You go through it. Right, you I'm go just... through. You go through. Uh, you go through it. All you right. know. I'm just saying. Uh, you know exactly. And then when your son is like, <laughs> and then your son is like strolling around at age 20, 25 without a shirt on, and you're like, tell him put a shirt on. They'll know where he got it from. You know, from dear old dad, shirtless dad. Team no shirts. <laughs> put a shirt on. I take this moment just to say to anyone who's unhappy, like to all the Celtics out there who don't want to be on the team where they're not getting the ball and can't shoot jumpers, come to the Sixers. That's all I'm saying. Come to us. We'll take it. To play with your big man who's never healthy. Plus, a big man who's never healthy, and when he's healthy, he he just clogs a lane. Right, he just creates, he creates problems. Yeah, he creates problems for for yeah. for guys who handle the ball, who yeah. play good defensive uh, basketball, right. and then you know suddenly they start regressing and turn down their <laughs> shots because of him. It's his fault. It is. That's what I. I'm, <laughs> that's what I read. Yeah. That's what I read in the papers. Yeah, I mean, and they wouldn't lie to you. <laughs> I just love being NBA agnostic and firing shots at you folks. You should be. Your team is great. Oh, they're five and three. I notice. I take notice. Yeah, your team's good. I see. I see. They're sucking him back in, Brockman. He don't want to, but he, he's no, that's, so no, no, no. RJ Barrett is awesome. They're yeah. they're a fun team to watch, man. The Warriors are a fun team. How about my my Wolverine, Jordan, Jordan Poole, Poole, last night? Yes, yeah. Jordan Poole. He's throwing it in. I just they they win. You know what, man? When they get Clay back. Look uh, exactly. Out. That's why I chose them to win. Yeah. By the way, the also, championship. Your Michigan guy, Franz Wagner. He threw down twenty eight, but then uh, against the Celtics, he uh, he has a step. But he's back averaging like fifteen and five. Yeah, he's doing well. He's doing pretty well. No, but uh, you know what? The Warriors. He just he, here's what you got to give up for them, man. You got to give up for them that the way they move the basketball yeah. is so pretty, yeah. and the guy who moves the basketball better than anyone on that team, and then maybe in the NBA is Draymond. Draymond, Green. yeah. You have to give it up to him. The way that he starts fast breaks by grabbing a loose ball on the floor. Starts fast breaks. Doesn't just get the ball. Doesn't just create the turnover. But start the scoring process all in one fell swoop and then also seeing the floor from the top of the key. Yeah, he made it. He is unbelievable. Like a pass dark, yes, night. a you dark know? backdoor pass. I saw the same thing. And then that broadcast, yep. the Warrior broadcast locally last night had him mic'd up. Mm-hmm. And I think he was telling, I think it was in the direction of Jordan Poole, him telling him in front of all of the Charlotte Hornets, telling his teammate, I believe it was Poole, I can get you any shot you want. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he told him. <laughs> I think he was basically telling him not to rush it yeah. or or just play within the construct and to calm him down. Like, I got, I'll get you any shot you want, is what he said. And I'm, I, I'm, I heard that, and I'm thinking to myself, these are still the Warriors. I know Curry didn't have a big, huge night offensively well, that's in the first three quarters. that's kind of point I was going to make. I know, well, because I'm going against him in fantasy with you. Oh, um, right. So I was noticing that in particular. Yeah. But, um, but he, th- th- that's still Steph mm. at the top of his game, and Draymond's at the top of his game, and the rest of the team. That's Iguodala's back for old Lang Syne. And Clay, Clay, they were showing him warming up before the game. Yeah, full uniform warm up. Yeah, he wore his full uniform, full uniform warm, doing warm doing his yeah. And yeah LeBron, by the way, LeBron trying to tamper was tweeting about it. <laughs> what do you mean tamper? What's he tampering? What's Rich. he tampering? Hey, I love watching this guy play. Is a wink, wink. Come to the Lakers. Guess what? He's not going to get. 
Clay Thompson in the Laker uniform. That ain't happening. Yeah. That LeBron, ain't happening. LeBron makes things happen. Didn't Clay have an opportunity to do that and didn't? I don't know, man. I can't rule anything out. Clay, like an, uh, Clay like an Anthony years, Davis situation. Clay two years ago, just after he signed that contract, just said how much he enjoyed being with that team and how happy he was. So I was gonna say though, like Steph has an off night. Team gets lifted from other players, and they still find well, out where to pull. If out Jordan Poole's going to start filling it up, then and there's still Wiggins who didn't have much of a great night either. Yeah. By the way, Gary Payton Jr. balled he out. He threw last one down. Night. He also got yeah. hurt. Yeah, he also got hurt. Yeah, but he but it was fun. Out. And I don't know if again, if you're aware, Rich Eisen show exclusive history was made by Jason Tatum last night. <laughs> As brought to you by 25th on the all-time score. So, <laughs> so of course I had to shoot him telling you that, Chris. It was great. And then I, I sent it. it to you. I loved it. To, first of all, for to inform you of that history had been made by history. your favorite I did, basketball I did team. Not know history and then number two is like at some point, may your son do the same for you. Uh, is all I'm saying. Rich, I cannot wait. There you go. Day. There you go. Um, I'm trying to see who is now who's 24th, who he's gonna chase down here. He's just chase down. Who's he's chasing down? Bill Sharman. <laughs> Now, you didn't think Rondo was 25th in the all-time scoring list for the Celtics, did you? 27. Did you? He's got a long way to go to catch Bird and Pierce and Honda. You think so? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Let's take a break. Phone calls when we come back. (laughs) 844-204-RICH, number to dial. And uh, the latest example of why Derek Carr is one of the most valuable players in the league, and certainly for his team. That's coming up. What's up, everyone? It's Reality Steve, your number one source for all things Bachelor Nation and reality TV. Every day, I'm giving you the the behind-the-scenes juice and your info on all your Bachelor Nation stories and also interviewing some of your favorite reality stars. My name has been synonymous with spoilers, but I'm so much more than that. Give me a listen. The Reality Steve Podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen. This is the Rich Eisen Show. Back here on the Rich Eisen Show. No, it's show. just wow on this end. <laughs> it's just wow no. over here that you don't get it. I get, I get our fantasy league that you're, you're just, don't you're it. just terrible at no, it. You're and... just complaining because you suck at <laughs> no, basketball. No, I don't. I don't. <laughs> yes, you do. No, I don't. What's, I finished in third our, place last year. What's our score this year? Oh gosh, I mean, Brightman's in last place right now. I know. So. <laughs> I mean, all right, let's go. To, let's go to the phone lines here uh, on the program. Uh, Jim in Iowa, you're here on the Rich Eisen Show. What's up, Jim? <laughs> Hey, Rich, thanks for taking the call. Big fan, long time. Thank you, sir. Um, uh, I agree Tory Holt should be a Hall of Famer, but really I'm calling about uh, Aaron Rodgers. I'm a big Aaron Rodgers fan. Go back decades to uh, uh, my Cal days. I'm a Cal alum about your generation. And, you know, I go back to seeing him the first time he played for Cal when he was a backup. He was a starter two, two games later, and I knew at the time I was him as a backup that he was the real deal. So I'm a huge fan uh, throughout the years. Not a Packers fan, even just an Aaron Rodgers fan. But mm-hmm. what just happened really just threw me. Because we were all talking about he parsed words here and there. But, you know, the truth is he lied. He lied. I, I can't be more disappointed. And for such a guy that we refer to as such a smart guy, he won Celebrity Jeopardy, that's just really stupid. And I think there's going to be some repercussions from this. Hopefully not medically. But gosh, no. But, you know, I think the NFL might take some action against him, suspend him, fine him. What about a sponsor? He's sponsored by an insurance company, for crying out loud. What kind of message does that send? That's all I got, Rich. No, I appreciate the call. I appreciate all, Jim. And like I said at the top of the show, when he comes back, and as as he just mentioned, let's hope he is healthy and he does come back. So many people just get it and and recover, and as you know, some people get it and have a long time to recover, even when they're um, healthy people going in. 
certainly when they're not vaccinated. And I just hope his experience is one that he will just get it, get over it, and come back in and won't have like those times where he'll he'll get sacked because he has tough time getting his wind and he doesn't run. I mean, like there are so many medical health things about this that genuinely concern me on his behalf. But when he's back, he's going to have a press conference as all quarterbacks do. Um and he's going to have he's going to have for fans like that one something to explain. I think you could just you know, hear it in I, his voice. I think a lot of people who are especially diehard fans, Packer fans, Roger fans, they're just feeling kind of disappointed and duped by Aaron because they he came across and presented himself that he was one thing, vaccinated, and he clearly isn't. Well, he said immunized. He said he was immunized. And, right, and, and he may come back and, and again. But immunized because he already had COVID again, last I, year? I don't want to put any words in the man's mouth. He's going to have to say something when he comes back, and then I will evaluate. How does that sound? That's you totally know? fair. You know, but it's also fair for other people to feel disappointed by him. No question about it. No question about it. Because, again, as I've mentioned, Michael Irvin was the first to say it, and he got a lot of flack and heat for it in the summer, that this is a competitive issue in addition to a public health issue. Okay? It's a public health issue. And within your locker room, it's a team health issue. And the team health is what goes into and factors into winning football games in a pandemic. Period, end of story. And if you are not available, that is a problem. And if you are not available because you're a breakthrough case, that's a bad piece of bad luck. I've been on the wrong side of that myself. And then, you know, I, you wind up, even with a breakthrough case, with a breakthrough case, you're, 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 you sit there and you wonder, certainly when you've done everything that you think you need to do that's right for you and right for your family, and somebody says that they're not taking the vaccine because of the same thing, it's what's right for me and what's right for my family, fine. For you and your family. The problem is, is you then go out and then you're around me. And then you hear about all these things, about these variants that come and go, and the Delta variant was a total you-know-what on wheels. And I'll, you know, and 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 I'm worried about the next one because I'm trying to do what's right. I'm trying to get back on track. I want more in studio guests. I want my kids healthy. I want them awful remote learning when somebody tests positive in school. I want all of that. And the unvaccinated keeps us from getting there faster. These are facts. Science will back it up. And in the world of the NFL, outside of all that. It's a competitive issue. The Giants right now put out a release that they think Saquon Barkley's positive COVID test, along with two others, is a false positive. Which means if he gets two negative tests in a row between now and game day against the Raiders, he can play because he's vaccinated. Because he's vaccinated. It's a competitive advantage. Now, his ankle might not be well enough for him to play anyway, but the point is this. Your availability is your best ability, and if you're not taking the vaccine, you're not doing everything you can. So he's going to have to answer all that. 844-204-RICH, number to dial. The Las Vegas Raiders, we all know what happened with them, with John Gruden, and, and, um, and how Derek Carr has been a leader in the locker room for, for that. That's one situation that can throw a team off kilter 
And the way that Derek Carr has played since Gruden has resigned has been nothing short of remarkable. And again, the role that he is apparently playing in the locker room with a bunch of guys who are upset that Gruden resigned or maybe upset that Gruden had to resign being a sign of our times, even though Gruden was no longer a tenable head coach in a corporate world, also one world in which he has to look at female officials and say, you know, that was just a joke. And he has to look at Carl Nassib, the first openly gay player within his own locker room and say, everything that I said about being in your corner, I, it, that was just a joke. I, I am in your corner. Like, it, it's not tenable. But that's also one thing. Now there's a matter of life and death that's been placed in their locker room. Henry Ruggs made the worst decision of his life because it took the life of another person and also destroyed his life and career. And it's for somebody who uh, also when celebrates a touchdown by remembering a friend of his who died in a car accident, it's even particularly cruel that his awful, awful decision to get behind the wheel of a car impaired and ram it in the back of another woman named, I think Tina Tinton is her name, and her dog died mere blocks from her house just because she's in her car and a drunk Henry Ruggs rear-ended her. It's awful. But Ruggs is also a teammate of theirs that's suddenly gone. And Derek Carr, in speaking yesterday, spoke eloquently about the woman who died, but also about his teammate. And this is what's so very important for his team. My heart goes out so much. Um, Try and say it with a straight face. Because um, I've already been emotional about every bit of this. Um, but to the family, um, to all the families involved, uh, you know, you never want to, you, no one ever wants to see this, whether it's a football player or not. You never want to see something like this happen. And, um, you know, it, it, broke, it broke my wife and I's heart, you know, honestly. I will always be here for him. Um, that won't change, and I'll prove that over the course of time to him, uh, not to anybody else. Uh, but, uh, he needs people to love him right now. Um, he's probably feeling a certain type of way about himself right now, and he needs to be loved. And uh, if no one else will do it, I'll do it. I will tell you, I walked by and I, you know, saw Henry's locker today, and for whatever reason, that got me. You know, like, like he's not, it's not going to be there. You know, um, not because he's fast, not because of what he could do for me, but because of the person that he is, and because I love him, and. Uh, um, he, I mean, he literally texted me at, you know, at midnight, a golf swing, you know, me and Hunter, you know, um, how's my swing look? You guys need to help me, <laughs> you know, and, uh, bro, um, just, just seeing that and then getting the news when we woke up, I just, I could, I mean, I don't even know how to, how am I supposed to handle that? He also said, did I not let him know that he can reach out to me at three in the morning? And he would have went and got him which is one of the many messages out of this is people just call a friend, wake them up. It's worth it. You don't want to kill somebody and you don't want to wind up in jail. That's where Henry Ruggs' life is right now. And Derek Carr recognizing that that's where that is and saying that he'll be there for them. And he's there for his teammates and he's the quarterback. They're asking him, can you comment on this? How do you comment on this? There's no, there's no playbook for this sort of thing. He spoke from the heart. And personally, I think this is a way bigger challenge for this team to try and figure out how to play football than what happened with their coach. Yeah. And, and 
And so Derek Carr is going to be one of the most valuable Raiders here and also in the community where somebody just got wiped off the planet just for merely getting behind the wheel of her car. There's an open wound in Las Vegas, Nevada right now. And so I say to Derek Carr, we're with you too and we're with the family of the woman who's deceased. And they're hoping that Henry Ruggs finds some sort of peace and solace in what he has done. 